Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With Trap Beats playing in the background. Guten Morgan. Period. A lot going on these days. Girl. November is crazy. And I think, like, what's annoying to me a little bit is that I spent all of October being like, all I gotta do, like literally every day, I'm like, girl, all you gotta do, you have, and I have to keep, you know, gaslighting myself to be like, you're having such a good time because I feel like I genuinely am. But sometimes, like when we take a meeting for class, like at 10 p.m., that's when I'm like, oh! or like last night, you know me. Last night was Friday. You know I love me a Friday night movie, a little, you know, a little drinky drink, a little meal. I'm practicing excerpts at 11 p.m. So it's like. I spent all of October being like, girl, that I could have orchestra every week. I mean, it's a blessing, but I had orchestra every week. Then I was out in Jackson doing all this stuff just to get to November and realize, wow, there's actually no difference. Um, but we move and I'm happy to be here. And we gonna make it. We will. I don't know, girl. Yeah, November has been a lot. So. Okay, it's the fourth. Oh, shit, it is. What did I do this November? Well, I think like that that thing we were working on, like we're good for that. I'm just gonna accept it. So I don't even know what you're talking about. So the thing in the Google Doc, There's we was so getting dragged. Moment. Oh my god, <laughs> girl, I'm just gonna go. Yes, girl, yes, yes. I'm just gonna go through check, 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 check because, girl. I know she was like, what in the public school education is this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I heard Kevin Hart said that. I'm like, that is going in my arsenal. Thank you. You watch that funny Marco Kevin Hart? I only saw the clips that was going around. Girl, I was in tears. I didn't, I'm, I'm going to try to watch the whole thing. The clips were way better because it's like more truncated, but yeah. it's crying. Mm. Um, yeah. We're gonna make it girl. And then it's gonna be Thanksgiving. I'm excited. I'm traveling. Oh my gosh. I'm I'm to that point of adulthood where I'm not even excited for that no more. I have a very small family. So like Thanksgiving to me is work. <laughs> well, let's see what that's where me and you are different because it's only gonna be me and my friend for Thanksgiving this year. I mean, I don't know if his roommate gonna be there. I need to ask him that actually. But um either way, I buy like cooking and I like little hosting. I'm doing a little Friendsgiving at yeah. my place. I was mm-hmm. so, like, you know, that's kind of like my, mm-hmm. every once in a while when I want to pop out with an extrovert moment, I do that. So Katie, it's not no every once in a while. So let's. It literally is. All right. It's not. Anyway. It's not at all. Cause he was just at the bar. You were not. Nah. What was at the bar? What was at the bar? Oh, you know what? Yeah, exactly. Okay. But to be and fair. And you do like hosting stuff. You do. Like. I, just, I will admit that I love hosting. Oh, see, I say it like. She love it. No, I love hosting. I'm already thinking about doing a tea. See, when I for my godmother and my grandma. Mm-hmm. But the last time I did a tea, see that's why you had me cracking up on Twitter because old people are so funny. When I did that tea party last summer, my grandma was like, "I didn't even know I had that." You got this big old thing. I don't even know what it's called. Jamaica's called a whatnot, but it's like those a china cabinet, and um, you got all this stuff in there. You've never been like, hmm, I wonder what I got in there for years interesting yeah that's what we found some sprinkles that 
expired in 2003. <laughs> they smell strongly of Play-Doh in my grandma's house because yeah. her. That's why November. I was like, November's been so crazy. We just mo- did the whole like move out thing, so because my grandma's house oh, needs to be right. fumigated, and like, yeah, it was just like a whole situation. It was just me and my mom getting her oh, out, and like God. y'all don't. Like, my grandma's on supplemental oxygen, so, like, getting the, the tank and all that type of stuff, like, it was just crazy. And then, of course, we, we most things went smoothly. There was one little piece that connected the tube to the big machine. Mm. We didn't have it. Nobody had it. <gasps> like, it was just a whole thing. She has, like, multiple backup tanks, but still, mm-hmm. she's going to be here for days. So, like, it mm-hmm. was a whole, it was a whole situation, but... Yeah. I know the girls are excited to have someone else to pet them. <laughs> the dogs are bullies. Oh yeah, my dogs. <laughs> yeah. They like the gross sisters. Putting your head on my lap is crazy. They like, like the gross sisters from the proud family when they come up with their hand out. They will gang up on you. They like, all right, you in the house now, pay your dues. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like me ignoring you and you putting your head on my lap is insane to me. I said, okay. And then just put put your because Sully would just put his hand his head underneath your hand like <laughs> right I said right <laughs> oh but the little paw thing I can't wait to do that thing when I asked for his paw he gave me his paw I said yeah <laughs> anyway anyway lots to get done in a little bit of time mm-hmm. so on we go our yeah. word is our men would say we ain't got much to do anyway, so oh, perfect. Um, we did just want to give a shout out to um something that's happening in Atlanta on November eighteenth. November eighteenth. Go to their website. It'll be in the yep. It's literally right here. November eighteenth, um, at eight p.m. They're having a concert called uh, "Honoring Black Women in Symphonic Music." Um, we would have loved to be you know involved, but it was just like crazy again november like when was that ever gonna happen um there was no way right so we just want to give a um a shout out to the event um the event highlights past present and future contributions and accomplishments of black women in classical music um so they're going to have um some musicians composers and guest soloists who have performed with aso through the years as well as some local female educators who have laid the foundation to inspire the next generation of music lovers they're also going to be having a vip reception i know that's right um after the concert with spelman um student vocalist if you don't know spelman college is a hbcu um the all women hbcu in atlanta um also maria clark who is a senior voice instructor at spelman um, and Michelle Can, um, who is a pianist in a former Black Excellence. Um, they're also going to be featuring works of Julia Perry and are going to be honoring um, a few of Black women in classical music through the years at the um, reception. Um, they're also going to have an archival display featuring the Spelman Chorus, Dr. Joyce Johnson, Kathleen Battle, Jesse Norman, Florence Price, and others. Um, and also having um, um, a portion honoring local teachers um, and music directors, um, including uh, those of their talent development program. Um, the founders 
Azira Hill and Mary Frances Early. If you don't know, Talent Development Program is like a Elsa Stemma inspired program in Atlanta. A lot of very successful people came out of TDP, and I think it's their 30 year anniversary this year, which is crazy. So, shout to people who need to have the mics because mm. Chelsea over there, you saw she with London Symphony. Oh, right, right. Danielle with Atlanta Symphony, like they need to have the mics. Some of y'all need to put the mics down, mm. but they, whatever, whatever y'all cooking up, write the book, mm-hmm. the curriculum, some. Yeah. Cause y'all be cranking them out. Woman, like Drew went there. Drew Alexander Ford, that Viola kid, one of our Black Excellence, Black Excellence High, from a couple weeks ago. Errol. All right. Mm-hmm. See, this cranking them out. A lot of people. Xavier Foley, one Sphinx. See, I, I like forgot about that. It's a lot, a lot of people. So, like, who else went there? Hillary Hunt. Like, right. What y'all got going on? <laughs> Like, what y'all got going on? Right, right. The we saw No, <laughs> right. Do the mail went there. Shoot, burn scene. Okay. Like, what y'all got? <laughs> right. They said they said three thirty years. Nah, three thousand year. Beethoven, right. Bach went there. <laughs> right. Study right down there in Atlanta. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> okay. Congrats, yeah. Atlanta. Um, and then our other news is the same as last week, y'all. Just join our newsletter. The link is in the description. It came out real cute. You already missed the first one. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I would hate to be you. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <gasps> what, a, what a bummer. Mm-hmm. It was cute. What a bummer. But there will be more. So, you know, mm-hmm. don't miss out again. Um, and speaking of not missing out, our live show is on November 12th at one thirty. PM Central Time. Um, it's on our YouTube. You can go to the link in the description of this episode to set a reminder, um, and a and subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you do not miss when it comes out. And we will see y'all there. And I forgot almost the most important part. We will have a portion where we're reading some of y'all letters, comments, questions, whatever, um, allowed during the live show so the link to submit those is also in the description talk to us yeah Yeah, talk to us hello ding dong but yeah it's gonna be real cute i'm excited and i'm excited to lay down after mainly but um (laughs) should be a cute little key it's gonna be cute y'all listen tap in okay you don't want to miss out um, is that it? Mm-hmm. I was going to say something. It was probably trifling, though. That's why I forgot it. Mm-hmm. I hate when that happens. Look, let me use my powers for evil if I want to, you know? Anyway, um, okay, intermission going to be real brief. So I was talking to somebody about the 10-year process. Um, oh, somebody close to me just got 10-year, but I'm not going to say who, just in case. I'm, I'm going to ask them. Anyway of they won't because like yeah you need to hear about this but anyways i was talking to somebody about the 10-year process and um it is struck up struck up striked up yep i have a high school degree it struck up um conversations about like how harsh classical music can be like not like not specifically like the music like the personnel like everybody it's the, this one thing to play to an incredibly high standard 
it's one thing to like how y'all act it's what you act it's what you act um so i thought i would i wanted to talk about i can't say much more than that because it will give away what i'm talking about and i'm not gonna do that but what i will say is it made me think about is there any time that you realize that like is there a moment where you saw someone being too harsh to you or you witnessed someone being too harsh and i'm not saying like i'm not saying like someone told you to practice now you crying about it like girl no you get to practice I was like a funny example. Hi, this was so, I was talking about this the other day. It was so funny because why would you say that? So, this past week I I subbed with this university orchestra and I play, we played Brahms one and I don't want to talk about it because I have so many thoughts about that. But it reminded me of how great of a contrast that experience was to playing Brahms one when I was an undergrad, and we took a cycle and a half to prepare that because the orchestra was good enough to play. Because sometimes Doctor Block will push stuff and the teachers will be like, no, <laughs> they're not playing it. So they said Brahms, they playing Brahms one. All right, boom. He starts us. There's like a lull in the schedule. If I remember correctly, this was like thousands of years ago, but there's a lull in the schedule where we, oh no, we learned, started learning holiday music, but it's the same holiday music every year. Cause they do like a Christmas concerts, real cute. So it's like sleigh ride and like whatever the heck. Right. So it's not like labor intensive. So he put Brahms one there. We get to the first rehearsal. This man is pissed off. It sounds terrible. I don't remember much because I was like, I'm going to be a dentist. Like, you, y'all be safe. So this man stops the orchestra. He's pissed. He's like, if you don't know this piece, it's too late. Quit the profession. I look around. I'm like, oh, he ate y'all up. Because I wanted to be a dentist. I didn't really care. Cause I, and also, I didn't know the piece. So I was like, oh, that's crazy. Maybe I should quit. I mean, look, it's funny how things work out now. Like, <laughs> I shouldn't have quit. But it's like, that's unnecessarily harsh. He, he was also like half joking he was not completely joking but he was like half joking um but there are more serious um occurrences of that so that also really ties into the topic to be honest so that's great it does but to be fair to him i know you're in a, and also that's my road dog he had Whoa. he played a big part in my success so i i'm biased I will say though, <clears throat> you're facing. Sorry, you are in a room filled with music majors. Like everyone in here is a music major, except for like three people. Because I used to state school, we only had one. We had two orchestras, one's a chamber orchestra, majors only. But this, um, the symphony orchestra, you can be in that as a, you can be a freaking biology major major. So. <clears throat> but for the most part everyone here is a music major so it's like should i have known brahms one probably but on the other hand i can't know everything yeah i don't think so i just so don't because I, I like i mean i don't know yeah i'm i've i see both ways i see both sides it's like you're studying this rep it's one of the biggest pieces of rep but on my other hand, I'm just like, especially like me back then, I, 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 it's not the music that was playing in my house. It's not, I wasn't raised on it. I just got here for real. Like I wasn't in youth orchestra or anything like that. So I'm just now getting yeah. into this more deeply. So it's like, I don't know this piece. But, and then <clears throat> there's also another side to this where it's like, why are you going to a first rehearsal? Even if this is the first time you are ever playing Brahms one, why are you going to first rehearsal and you don't know the piece? You didn't listen to it. You didn't score study. You don't know your part. So, yeah. Obviously, I, 
I brought this up in jest to him a couple years ago. He was like, I never said that. I'm like, all right. Um, you definitely, you definitely, he's like, there's no way I said that. And, um, where was I going with that? And I think like when I, when I contrast to the group I play with on Monday, you have to know the piece. Like, so I don't think, I never asked him the particulars that he mean like, you should just know this piece because you should know it or you should study it. Like when, like there was a huge, like win thing no one came in at the dress no one came in you need to know this piece if you're performing it so um but i couldn't i didn't, I didn't ask him because he, he already claimed he didn't say it so i didn't ask him did you mean but i already know what he would say he would mean like you should know it but i see multiple sides of that i guess we we kind of mixing <laughs> the intermission and the topic together because good we can just go straight yeah to Cause I um I could see I mean of course I could see definitely you should be prepared for rehearsal like before mm. I said those are separate I understand you said he was half joking so while I don't believe either of those weren't you should quit now I could see in a joking manner because I be I was half quitting all the time so <laughs> I could see definitely the the latter the you should know your part mm-hmm. as a go ahead pack it up. The former, even even beyond this wasn't playing in my house growing up and, like, all that type of stuff, even, like, seeing the entry with different entryways people having the music, like, even as a, I understand it's also, like, years ago, people don't be thinking, like, I, I feel like a lot of people, especially who go into major music in college, have at least similar paths there. Mm-hmm. And so you might expect them to know the same mm-hmm. things. The problem that I have is that for the people who do not have those paths, they are also the most vulnerable in the ensemble. They just happen to be. So that's why it's just like, mm. you can you can consider the fact that there are not, there are people who have different paths into it and may not know that piece for whatever reason. And it's just like, you could be like, oh, okay, it, that just doesn't, like knowing that piece just doesn't apply to them. Mm-hmm. But also they just happen to be, the people who are most vulnerable in the ensemble usually people who come from the most marginalized backgrounds all that type of stuff mm-hmm. and it just intersects in a way that's just kind of like because i've heard that before i've heard people who have actually been serious like my friend i don't know actually i'm not gonna say but you've met her um somebody with some wagner piece and they was like we don't know this like you don't even know a musician like that like whatever yeah and it's just like y'all be that's the same yeah <clears throat> And I remember like, oh, go ahead. Oh, no. I think my conflict, because obviously like I reflect on this moment a lot because it was so intense in that room. Like it was, just, and of course he's just like, I never said that, Katie. All right, girl. <laughs> um, He's so funny to me. Um, I reflect on that moment a lot because it was so intense. And I was, I think maybe I was a sophomore. So I think at this point I either was just, I hadn't fully decided that I was going to be all in with music because I didn't go to the ASTA conference until the spring semester of my sophomore year. And this was, if you haven't, if you don't remember, the ASTA conference, Rhode Island, 2013. And then when I was like, oh girl, no, this is it. This is my, this is my juice right here. Or 2012, whatever. So 
I so up to this point, I was like, girl, they keep talking to y'all. Y'all be safe. <laughs> like, cause I didn't care. Cause I didn't know the piece. So I was just like, oh well, I got nothing, I don't got nothing to quit. I'm getting this music education degree as a means to get into dental school. So, um, but when I re- I reflect on this moment, cause I'm just like, I see it's like everybody can't know everything. And there were so many moments in undergrad where like I I reflect on because people were just like, you don't know that. And it's like, it's funny how stuff turns out because what are you doing right now? Cause I play um Carmina Barano with Memphis Symphony last week. But what were you what were you up to? You know, so it's just funny, like you can learn as you go. Um, but like, I remember there was like I was watching this video and I was like, Oh, I saw this lady she was playing she was doing with the Royal Opera House and this dude was like at Covent Garden. I was like, girl, I don't know. At the Royal Opera House, he's like, Covent Garden is a Royal Opera House, and I'm like, first of all, if, so if that's okay. the case, then obviously where else would it be? So then, Covent like, Garden. Th- <laughs> like they weren't down the street. It's gonna be at Covent Garden. And secondly, like, uh, okay, but I don't know. I think my pause is that like, we can talk about why Brahms one is outside of it being like I think objectively very good we could pause and like why it's we can putting aside the fact that why is it postured in the way it's postured? Mm-hmm. Why does Brahms get all this shine? Da, da, da. If we put that stuff aside just for a second, it's like, it's a huge part of this quote unquote canon. So it's like, while I don't think you should quit your instrument, if you don't know the piece, I think you should get to know it. And I think that's where I'm like a pause because Brahms won. This is the third time it's come back around for me. It's like one of them pieces that it's like, Brahms was a huge composer or at least a posture that way. You probably should know that he, the symphony, I'm not saying you should, you should sing it along. I'm not saying you should know all that, but like you should be, a, you should be familiar with that. Oh yeah. He wrote four symphonies, whatever the case may be. So I think like I'm on both sides. Obviously I don't think everyone should know everything. You didn't grow up that way. And obviously this affects other people more than others. Like I understand that, but, and then I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt and hope what he meant was that why would you come to rehearsal not listening to the piece like not not knowing how it goes you don't know how it goes like you that's ridiculous you should know how a piece goes if you're going to be playing especially in the winds especially everywhere but come on girl like we just waited for you to play your chord that was crazy um but yeah I never even really thought about Brahms being a big part of the canon. I more thought about like just even the structure of your education. Like it really just, I mean, it depends, I guess there are like standards, I guess, in how people are taught their instrument, but like really depends on like how, I feel like there's not a lot of uniformity across the board and then maybe yeah. there is like an orchestral music but were you taught that before especially before going to college like mm-hmm. at this point if somebody didn't know Brahms one and was a professional musician I would be very shocked but at that point less so just because also I don't know it depends I, I guess my teacher was not an orchestral musician or like did not have a job in an orchestra and I learned some orchestral music I don't think I ever I don't think I learned Brahms one until college or maybe I learned it or I learned an excerpt from Brahms one but even then like at 17 16 17 was I really like 
oh, I'm gonna get familiar with the whole symphony. Probably not. So if somebody had told me that I would probably be in the in the minority because I didn't even play a Brahms symphony until I was nearly a junior in college. I had never played one before. Um, <clears throat> but I think yeah, it just it really just depends on, especially at at that point in your life, what you were what you were taught and I felt there's just so many different ways to get to that not even just like with the whole how you came up but even like in your individual instruction or like whatever like whatever your orchestral education was um but anyway that kind of when I was saying it kind of ties into our topic is because we're we're kind of talking about and then I'll do my intermission but I just want to um, even go past it what you think looking at the clock okay you can do it next week you already here okay Okay. so we was talking about um we're talking about just universal experience basically in music we got on this topic as kind of a combination of two things obviously i feel like a lot of people have heard the saying of like music is a universal language and depending i don't know depending on where y'all at you might have different reactions to that. I feel like most people I know have a negative reaction to that statement. Um, yeah. And and then that kind of combines with this experience that I've been having and surprisingly have not had it as much in classical music as I have outside of it. But this sort of idea of like things that are experienced by white people in general being sort of a baseline of of culture or like um or sort of being assumed as the universal experience and I feel Mm -hmm. like you see a, a good example of this is like a lot of um a lot of electives and things like that have been um have come under fire with all these like laws they're trying to put around education and there are people who are saying like there's certain people whose history is in the standard curriculum and then other people's whose history is an elective and I feel like that's a good parallel to like what I'm talking about here a lot of things that pertain to whiteness in society are are the baseline the quote-unquote norm and so then when you see stuff like like oh this is a show with an all-black cast or like whatever like how they made the little mermaid um uh, black and everybody was like oh you you what, what, what you doing that for and it's just like there's black people just playing characters and y'all are mad at it because you think that if it's a black person or a person of color then it's some conspiracy theory but if it's a white person then it's just oh it's just normal there's nothing wrong with that and I feel like I've had a lot of experiences especially in grad school um we talk a lot about the music industry currently and a lot of the artists we talk about, the the listening behaviors we talk about, all this type of stuff is like I just feel like the complete and total outlier, and it just seems like this whole experience that I that I have known as my as my universe and my experience just literally does not exist to some people, and it's actually really wild to think about. So we want to tie those two things together and talk about um, how just having this notion of a universal experience can 
be harmful? How does it operate in classical music? How does it show up for us, etc.? So I feel like the way that it shows out the shows up the most is the music is a universal language. So, what is your reaction to that? Um, I was telling Delaney when we were preparing for this episode. Now this I don't know what it is now because when I leave an institution, I leave, take the memories and leave. But when I was in introduction to music education at Illinois State University, they gave us a list of ten. Because one thing you learn in a music education degree, one of the main tenets is how do we advocate for music? Because it's always going to be under fire. It's always going to be whatever. Sometimes it could be a catch-all class. You have to get parents on board with kids practicing. There's so much you have to just constant advocating that it has that goes into teaching music in a way that does not apply to teaching like English or whatever. So um, they gave you a list of 10 reasons for music to be in schools. And one of the things on that list is that music is a universal language. Now, this is 2012. So it's just a different, we have to also acknowledge the fact that, like, it's just a different time in the culture. Like, you see that, you're like, oh, yeah. And I think I'm I'm not conflicted on it. I have a negative reaction to it because I think it doesn't make sense. However, I can see, I think, like, the intention gets lost in the details. Because what I think people are trying to say is that, everybody experiences music in some type of capacity or some type of communal thing. So therefore music is universal. But I think what y'all mean is that our music is universal. Like everybody understands music. And I remember, I remember this is so interesting because I got into a, not, not an argument, but I was talking to my freshman English teacher. I had to write a paper on something. And I was like, I made the argument as a 14 year old that music is universal language. She's like, but it's not. And I was like, girl, but everybody, every culture got music. And she's like, yeah, but not how you experience it. Not how you da da da. And I'm 14. I'm just like, girl, I'm just telling you what they told me down, down the hall. Um, so, and so it's funny how, like, some people be right all along. Like, like I, I would shout her out, but she was weird to me one time. And I never forgot <laughs> it after I graduated. So I'm not going to say who it was. But, I mean, she was a great teacher. She was just weird. Like, why are you being weird? So, anyway, um, yeah, I... I see, I think I see what people are trying to say that every society has some type of music something, but we don't even know that. Like, we don't know every society. What about them people that in the South Pacific, you, you, if you go on the island, they can't remember that man. Yep. They have a documentary about that. I'm about to go see it. Mm-hmm. See? Um, so we don't know what they got going on because we're not even allowed over there. But it's like, I think I could see the what people are trying to say, but even that don't make sense. But when y'all say y'all say music is a universal language and y'all then y'all cut on Brahms seven Brahms Beethoven yeah. seven mm-hmm. there we go so I'm <laughs> doing the best I can Doctor Block about to come <laughs> or <laughs> you said what I said Doctor Block about to come right Doctor Block <laughs> come snatch my viola and break it in half um or like or even better they turn on Beethoven nine like everybody loves this oh to joy mm-hmm. everybody <laughs> understands it everyone and I think like. Well, I don't know who I was talking to. Was it Richard? Maybe that's why I can't remember the details because the words were so big. But uh-huh. um, <laughs> it was like, I feel like we can, you can be moved by something. You can see something and be moved by it. But I don't think that has to do with some type of universal experience. Like, I be watching them, them girls in the Zulu tribe, the Zulu, 
when they be they be doing a coming of age ceremonies on TikTok, I be watching them like this is really moving. I don't know what they saying. I don't know. I can acknowledge that this is like some type of like monumental experience for them. This coming of age thing, I could recognize that, but I don't think that has. I don't think that's the same thing as being like music is universal. Mm-hmm. I feel like also people think like the fact that music like like people from different walks of life can be moved by the same music yeah or by the same thing i think that's also because it's like bridging something like you could meet somebody that speaks tagalog only and y'all the same oh my god y'all have a musical experience together and it's so moving and both of y'all y'all can't cannot communicate with each other i feel like that's what people are saying too as part of it mm-hmm. i still think like it's it's when you get into the details that something like that really falls apart i mean you really need to get that far in the details to be honest Mm -hmm. but like one first of all we can't even agree on what music is because exactly like (laughs) because you hear a freaking banger like bongos and you have the nerd to be like it's not not music what do you mean it's it's poetry it's Eat this my ass back. like a plum. <laughs> yeah. It's my poetry. Back out like bongos. Boom, boom, boom. What? <laughs> my my BD is amigo. Your BD is a zero. It's poetry. I'm moved. I just got chills by saying that. Seriously. <laughs> I am moved by that. So I don't yeah, but then but nah, see, nah, that just pissed me off because then but then and then also goes into that whole we can really bring in that church thing. Where I finally realized all these years later, every time the pastors get up there and they be like, oh, that rap stuff, da da da. But y'all still listen to the Smashing Penguins. Okay. So what's that about? I thought all secular music sent you to, he- to hell. But on only Cardi B, but not. What's that girl, Taylor Swift? What's that about? There's a lot here yeah. that we should probably do a part two, Loki. But, yeah. um,. I feel like I have to turn that on when I leave. When we done, my back shot song like bongo. I feel like also like that whole yeah bridges the gap, but like we also need to understand that there's some gaps that need to be bridged by something else. One of the reasons, one of the things that sparked this was that dude Baron. How you say his last name? Baron. Baron Boym. Baron Boym. Yeah. He um. The Elgard dude. See, he wrote That's this article, and I think the Guardian. Talking about how oh well, Palestine and, and and Israel, we just need Steve, to. And you can stop right there. Like I was like, first of all, here we go. Like, because you really could stop right you, there. Like, why? Who asked him to open a word document? He, you know, like, I was like, never mind. I'm not gonna say that. I don't want to be. I was gonna say it. Let me. I was gonna pull it up because I don't want to. I don't want to butcher his words, even though he wasn't making no sense and was not he like i don't agree with nothing he got to say uh, on this subject i still don't want to like put words in his mouth actually if i put actually i would be doing him a favor if i put words in his you mouth because it would probably be better than what he wrote so but basically he was talking about the role that music can play in this moment and i'm like literally like thousands of babies have died literally stop bombing them like i i, I <laughs> like, what are you talking about? like so many people people being kidnapped people being slaughtered people like all this type of stuff like read the freaking room dude right. like like the kids are underneath the rubble as we speak 
but let's let's cut on the, the spring sonata what are you saying that well, will help yeah here it go he says in our orchestra israelis and palestinians found common ground our hearts are broken by this conflict okay but then he's talking about the the role that music can play we're past that bro like this this is what i don't understand about the music is a universal language people like you can't you can't look at this and, and understand that like maybe maybe beethoven is not the answer because he has this um this orchestra um and that that is in the middle east it's called the west eastern divan orchestra um, and he formed it with Edward Said. And and a lot of students that are in his orchestra um, are in that, that region and are affected by this conflict. And I'm like, so you had this orchestra. First of all, he formed it in 1999. So you've had the orchestra for 24 years. And I, the kids being in that orchestra did not stop them from being affected by this conflict. So, like, what like what is your point? <laughs> That doesn't make that doesn't make any sense, and so I feel like that's also the thing. Like people be taking it too far, they they don't they're not living outside of of that notion that music can connect people. It's like to a freaking extent. Yeah, like also who asked you? Like I just don't understand. I just it's too much. It's too freaking much. I understand people wanting to speak out during this time because, like, it's so horrific. Well, depending on what side, but it's so it's so horrific. Everything, but like, you don't have to say nothing if you don't. You know, like, what's my girl? You saw Viola Davis repost Obama's thing and turn off her comments. Why don't you just keep that between you and your husband? Then mm. you saw that. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't understand that. You don't have to say anything, especially you'll make it worse like there's so much like it's hard with any world conflict and then like with with ai and all this type of stuff like this is such a dangerous time for disinformation you saw Mm -hmm. somebody made ai of bella hadid switching she's on she um i forget the details of her statement but she's half palestinian her father's from palestine and um she was advocating for a Palestinian liberation and somebody AI her voice and put it on a video of her speaking, like of her doing some other speech of her supporting Israel. And I'm just like, regardless of what, what you think, first of all, you need to find somebody that's on your side. Why are you doctoring up videos of people right. who not on your side, making them on your side? That's just so ridiculous to me. And that's like such a freaking violation, like all that type of stuff. So it's just very, it's just a very scary time for that sort of propaganda like there's plenty of people plenty of people on on each side and so you can find somebody that that agrees with you um but yeah the whole i just feel like that 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 is a big uh flaw in the music as a universal language argument for me yeah, and you said something else about like, like the standardization. I, you know, I've been having like not an identity crisis. I don't even know like an internal crisis because when I realize like how few black people are in this country, obviously like that's like common knowledge. I just have I haven't conceptualized that until like a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. So 
it also just like incredibly beautiful to me that we even have like we had soul train insecure like how do we get that with so little people and so like it just explains so much about like why the white experience is the default mm-hmm. but it's just what like what you said to your point about it it's like people have you live a life that people are just not even aware of like and I think social media has made the world a little bit smaller and I think that's also why people be so bold to be like oh music is a universal language because like we all on this app together or whatever but like even on the app there's like different experiences like you live a life that people are not aware of and you just assume that we have the same experience like it's just, it's just really trippy to me like there was this dude kids going a video of him going around on twitter barbecuing bare legs i don't even know what other black bear? people doing huh you eat bear i don't think so that's what people were saying like there's something on their on their skin that's like could cause a parasite or something like that and so i'm just like all these country black folks grilling squirrels grilling grilling uh what they be eating skunks um yeah. and stuff like that i don't even know what y'all be doing so to say that y'all y'all saying all this other stuff is a universal experience blackness not even black being a black american is not even a universal experience that's a thing like like and i think i i I will say just to to not to play the other side but just to make a point too i think people are constantly looking for ways to connect us like it can Mm. this world life whatever it can be incredibly lonely so if it's like if if turning on a Brahms symphony if, if that's the thing that connects us like what is, is there is there one thread of of anything that can can connect us um oxygen. i think that's also you said what i said oxygen and i think that's why like when i saw, like there was a video of these like bears speaking of bears crossing the crossing the street like at a national park or something like that it was like a mom and like three cubs and that the the mom went back and snatched up because the, the other cub like went back into the road she was like we don't get your arm and snatched up that bear and like and like people were having a ball with it. it's like dang we could tell he was bad like in the comments mm-hmm. like oh he looked bad he act bad like oh you could tell she got me like it's like people are always looking for some type of common something you know so i could see i feel like the point of departure is not malicious i think mm-hmm. it's like y'all y'all stay and y'all ride it out to the destination because that's how we get like but we see like the standardization of 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 rep and like the standardization of experience like even going back to what dr block said there is so much assumption in that there's the assumption that i only listen to classical music or i listen to it a significant amount there's an assumption that um i should know i should i should become i should come preloaded with this there's also like to to his point. I think there's also an assumption that like I did I score studied that um, I'm whatever. And I remember talking to Kika. Kika asked me because I was complaining about a stand partner, and she was like, "How did y'all learn that?" And I was like, "Huh, I don't remember learning." It's kind of like it's you kind of have to learn by fire. It's like sink or swim in classical music sometimes. Like when you get to the end of the page your your stamp on looking like you like girl turn the page you'll know that the inside people turn the page and mm-hmm. that the inside person also marks and that you don't ask questions if you're in the back of the section like it's kind of like learn by it's kind of this learn by force i guess so mm-hmm. 
Well, I feel like we're going to have to do a part two. Yeah, let's do a part two because... Push it. Yeah, timing this week. All right, y'all. It's time for Black Excellence where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. Who are you talking about, Delaney? Um, okay, so this is fitting because I have a really quick Black Excellence. Um, this week I am talking about Terrell Pierce. Um, I saw him because he got a shout out from the Black Orchestral Network. I feel like, you know, we try to diversify the type of people that we do for Black Excellence, like not just all musicians, sometimes we try to do educators, whatever. Well, Terrell Pierce is an administrator. Um, so I want to give him a shout out. He is a vice president of orchestra operations at the milwaukee symphony um and he just recently got that gig so um and i feel like as an administrator like you know a lot of musicians and stuff be having these extensive bios and stuff so you know i had to be on his linkedin and stuff see what he was doing but yeah i just want to give him shout out uh shout out to him and congratulations on your new job period my piece of the week is brahms one so no 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 wait no i'm just kidding that 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 you know how you know what's funny have you ever okay next time like when next time we're in a group of musicians probably swings you have to ask somebody <laughs> you have to ask someone to sing what their favorite part of a piece is and it's i think it's so hilarious it just exposes like what your instrument goes through because i said brahms one you think i was saying duh Da, da, da. Like that's like that horn call, like oh, so good. I sang ba ba bum, ba ba ba, da 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 da. That's that is nothing. That is, I mean, that is a viola moment. Violas interrupt the texture. Um, he did that anyway. Uh, send me your favorite part. Your ba- what's your bass part gonna be? Doom 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 doom. Of Brahms one. Doom, doom, doom. You said what? I said of Brahms one. No, I was being rude. A oh. mini piece. Oh, <laughs> we have an excerpt from Brahms one. What is it? What movement? Girl, when was the last? Time? I think the first movement. Is that the one with the flats? Yes. Mm-hmm. First movement. I wonder what it would be. That's about the NFL thing. That's Brahms two. I just sang Brahms two. My bad. Is boom. That's all right. Oh, it's so good. Wow. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to the Classic Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classic Black Podcast. We have a live show virtually Shantanique was like I want to come girl you want to come to my living room <laughs> I'm like you can um, come on studio audience <laughs> anyway uh, we got a live show it's on our YouTube youtube.com slash classically black podcast or youtube.com slash at classically black podcast girl it was weird the thumbnail the, it's in the description yeah everything's in the description send us questions and stuff I hope if you cut if you have still if you're still listening if you did not cut it off yet, send us something. Be like, hey, let y'all something in the description box. Uh, sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash classic black podcast. If you're black, join ISBM. Follow us on social media at classic black podcast. We got a lot of cute stuff going on. So 
be there. Uh, I think that's everything. Live show, Patreon, ISPM, YouTube. Yep. All right. Mm -hmm. See y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.